This is Paul Nobles from eperform.com and I am sitting here with the lovely April Blackford. April, do you want to say hi to everyone? Hi everyone. So April's all tank topped up. That's the only thing that sucks about not doing it on the Hangouts anymore is because like no one can see you. You know. I know I can't. I can't flex anymore. So. Yeah. <laughs> bringing the the traveling gun show. I can't. I can't get all those those requests after the webinar asking for arm workout. That is true. That is true. They can get those in group coaching. <laughs> That's right. That is correct. That is correct. So uh, one of the things that I wanted to talk about today, because we we're actually moving to monthly challenges, and the reason why we're moving to monthly challenges is because with the new trend sheets. We have the ability to take data and then help you guys figure out how to use it the best. Um, and so one of the things that, that I've done recently, we had a client that was struggling with sleep. At the same time, I was struggling with sleep because I had just come back from Europe and uh, had a bit of jet lag issues. Also, a lot of stuff had built up from work. And so I was dealing with a lot of that stuff. So I started waking up around 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. And, you know, what would start to happen is I would have some caffeine and um, did a little bit of napping throughout the day. But I was kind of stuck in this rut where I was like sleeping four hours. And normally I sleep, you know, anywhere from seven and a half to nine hours a night. So this kind of threw me off a little bit. And so given... Um, my client's struggle and given my struggle you know I talked her into doing a decaf challenge so I'm gonna to talk to you guys a little bit about what the decaf challenge is about because that's a little bit about what the August challenge is about right is when you are looking for solutions to bigger problems a lot of the times you're going to have to look at doing some things that make you uncomfortable and and for me of course you know giving up coffee was certainly uncomfortable i normally don't have a problem with coffee i will likely be able to go back to coffee real soon here with no problem at all but when i start to get out of that sleeping pattern and start to struggle with hours of sleep coffee's got to be the first thing to go but what's been most interesting about it was that my anxiety level um, has changed dramatically, you know. Um, and even though, you know, you don't get that big rush that you get from, from coffee that makes you feel awesome, you know, there is a more sustainable level of energy throughout the day. Now, one of the things that I was doing, and, and Molly, the person that, that I started this with, um, we both talked about is that normally well in the beginning we had done a little bit of napping um, both of us and it was nice and it was able to get us through the day and our sleep went from four hours to five hours Molly's still struggling with sleep a little bit but we think that that the naps are a bit of the issue for her what ended up happening for me though was that I stopped the napping about three to four days ago. I've only been doing this for about eight days now. And um, when I stopped the napping, then I started sleeping more throughout the night. 
Um, I still am waking up a little bit. Um, I am taking ZMA, which uh, is zinc, magnesium, and um, tryptophan. And I've found that to be more helpful than less helpful, right? Um, sometimes I get concerned about sleep aids where you end up uh, kind of, you know, you're, you're kind of overly tired. And then you take a sleep aid and then you deep sleep and then you wake up four hours later and you feel like, wow, you know, I feel like a million bucks. And you know you're going to hit a wall like real soon here. This hasn't been like that. You know, it's not like melatonin or it's not like some of the other, um, you know, L-tryptophan um, in certain products will kind of give you that drooly type sleep. This hasn't been like that for me. That doesn't mean it wouldn't be like that for you. Um, the brand that I'm using um, was recommended to us by Dr. Brad Dieter, who is on the Form staff. And um, it's a more bioabsorbable, um, bioabsorption, um, but it's more bioavailable in your gut so you can get to your bloodstream really quickly. And so I haven't had a lot of issues with it. Would I recommend it? I probably would because I mean, you know, I think, I think the bottle that I got was on sale for like $15 or something. Um, and so, you know, the, the brand that I'm using, I don't have it in front of me, but it's a GNC brand. Um, and it's a GNC amino, um, ZMA. Any thoughts? Um, <laughs> Molly, Molly, I've done, I've done the magnesium before in the past, and and it it helped. It, it did. Um, it worked very well. Um, carbs kind of seem to do the trick for me. And you know, we talked about this last week. I kind of try to make sure that I stay on, you know, a normal, you know, routine, the the sleep routine, and and that kind of does, you know, does wonders for me. That's the same for me. I mean, I, I'm normally a routine guy, you know. Um, but, you know, when you go to Europe, you know, it changes things a little bit. And I, I can't say that that is the only time. I, I, I definitely remember struggling with sleep um, in December, November. Um, obviously, you know, there's a lot of preparation going on in Eat to Perform land at that time of year. And so, um, you know, going into it this year, I think I'll probably... You know, if I'm doing caffeine at that point, I'll probably cut back on my caffeine. You know, um, I think more than anything, though, is just like that just surprises the hell out of me is that the sustainable energy throughout the day, you know, even with like six and a half to seven hours sleep, but not to, to eight hours yet. Um, I do drink decaf just because I like the warm I just like the, I like the habit, you know, but I have to say, I mean, I don't rush to the coffee pot, you know, um, as often because I'm not getting the effect, you know, so having one cup, there is one thing that I have started to do that has been kind of nice, um, and that's that I, uh, I've been walking each morning, and so right at the crack of dawn, you know, I'll go for a walk. It's usually about four hours. And, uh, you know, my steps today are right at 20,000. Um, that's usually a good way to start it off. Um, another reason why I get 
a fair amount of steps is um, we have been doing a lot of sales surveying with clients and so when I'm on a phone with a client um, I will you know pace a lot and um, <laughs> I was just getting ready to ask was the morning walk preventing you from pacing throughout the day no or was your, was your pacing being reduced from the lower caffeine consumption no no you know what's funny is that my energy levels like I said haven't been down uh, it's kind of funny because Molly Molly's actually watching the podcast and so so I, I called her out on Facebook live um, but uh, yeah no my my energy levels have been pretty good um, I have to say that uh, you know my routine like tonight I will hit bed around nine o'clock um, and what's nice about it <laughs> I I, I'm I'm trying I'm trying to explain this in the best way possible that doesn't <laughs> completely expose me, um, but we did a podcast on this like four podcasts ago, right? Um, on nature's way of de-stressing you. And I can tell you that that is doing the trick. And so if you want to go check that out, you can. Ariana Huffington did a book on it recently. She was talking about sleep and orgasm. So there you go. That's a little bit of the secret that I just put out there. Um, now, what's, what's your plan? What's your plan <laughs> moving forward to least on introducing the caffeine back in? <laughs> Not the I thought you were gonna ask. Me, I thought you were gonna ask me about my plan on orgasm, um, but my plan in introducing the caffeine. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know that I am. I mean, I, you know, I, I almost think that I am for sure. You know, I do enjoy coffee. You know, but I think it's not so much the the. Um, well, I, I, you know what? I think I'll, I think I'll do it through the through August, right? Um, and just so just so everybody knows, like you know, I get like some people, you know, like Molly the other day was driving on a long drive and she ended up having a half a cup of coffee. I think that that's totally fine, you know. Um, I think I think if you're driving and feel unsafe, you should do something to not feel unsafe. Right. Um, but for me, you know, I am kind of an all or nothing guy. You know, I, I, I just, you know, when I do stuff like this, I, I like to stick it out. And so um, I think for the sleep and stress challenge, I, I probably, you know, I, gosh, am I going to really commit to all of August with no caffeine? Um, but, uh, well, you know, it sounds like you, you're, you're feeling good, you know, for the most part, you know, and, and I would think if it was me, you know, cause it would be tough giving up caffeine for me. Cause you know, it's kind of more of a ritualistic, you know, thing in the morning. Um, you know, I don't, I certainly don't drink it throughout the day, you know, but I will have a couple of cups in the morning. Um, but you know, if, if I could go a period of time without it, I don't know if I'd want to introduce it back in, 
you know, if I feel better, why are you laughing? Is Vicky is Vicky pointing at her watch saying it's time to go de-stress? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But but she's she she's she's not completely happy about this whole arrangement. Just put it to you that way. Get off me, man! You know. Um. So, um. But yeah, I think the uh, that the anxiety level is probably a big thing. The other thing too, when we talk about stress, so we've implemented this survey system, and you know, people have been talking about the the calls that we've been making to people and stuff like that, and you know. Obviously, we have 30,000 clients, so we're not going to be able to talk to every single person, but we're really trying to get a good, broad way of doing things. And, um, you know, not only do I have that responsibility, but I have my group coaching responsibilities and I have my review responsibilities and trend sheets. And I tell you, um, today would be a great example where... I think I woke up at five and I probably, you know, I did, I did that walk, you know, which took about an hour and I started to kind of hammer down on some work around 7 a.m. And if I did not have a level of organization to that, it would not happen. And as I was going through it, and as I was plowing through all the different things that, that go on, and at five o'clock I, I finished off like right at the last minute, you know. And um, I think there's a lot of people that get really stressed, and I know I get really stressed when things are chaotic, you know. Um, and what I do in those moments is I try to, you know, really organize each piece so, you know, I can focus on those pieces. And I think that's, you know, if something is, is there's just no other way to do it when you're talking about dealing with hundreds of people and, and, and reviewing files and, and all this other type of stuff. You have to have a very specific plan and you have to have you know, 50 people helping you, right? Um, which which we do, we're lucky to have. Um, and what's interesting about all of this is that we're, we're sort of slowly implementing all these different things because, you know, it's July. And last year in July, I don't know that we were thinking about January quite the way that we are this year. And so... We want all the systems to be in place so January no longer overwhelms us. And I think I think we're we're headed in the right direction on that. Um, the other thing that I wanted to talk a little bit about was it's summer. And uh, I think a lot of people, you know, put fat loss as a big priority a lot of the time. And don't often think of the circumstances. And I'll, I'll give you an example of, of what I'm talking about. So right now, I'm more on a recomp schedule. And if, you know, if you're not familiar with those types of terms, I am slowly you know, losing fat, losing weight. 
um, gradually down, right? But not these big 10, 20 pounds, right? Where you're pulling a lot of water out of your body and then you just kind of end up roughly in the same spot as you were last time. So we always are a little bit more gradual, but in, in this instance, I'm really being gradual and I'm really liking the results. But the way that, that we talk to people about you know, what we do, especially clients, is we walk them through what you know is kind of two cycles, right? So there's either two four-day cycles or a four and a three-day cycle. And so I was in one of the four-day cycles, and it was supposed to be a medium day. And so, you know, I knew that day that I was going to a parade. Now, let me just tell you how the parade works. So it's a nighttime parade. The person that you know, is really kind of the organizer of this tradition, she scouts that spot, you know, and sits there for like three hours, Right? She buys snacks that each person in the family likes from like 10 years ago, right? So she's still buying me taco flavored Doritos, you know, from 10 years <laughs> ago yeah. when I was eating taco flavored Doritos. Um, and so there's no option to not eat taco flavor. Not that I would turn it down anyway, because I love me some taco flavored Doritos. But... Um, but it wouldn't fit my macros for that day typically. So I just tried to fit it best I could. Um, my weight was probably close to in line, but maybe a little bit up from that day. Then two days later, um, I can't remember what it was scheduled to be that day. I think it was supposed to be a, a medium day, but I can't recall. Um, and... It was gonna be yeah it was gonna be a medium day and then low I mean I'm just remembering Wednesday was a high medium medium Saturday would have been a low so it's a medium day on Friday and my wife's like are we going um, on date night and I was like um, is there any way we could go to date night on Sunday because I kind of got this rhythm going and, uh, you know, and then she was like, so wait a second. Talk to me about this whole de-stress plan you have and then talk to me <laughs> about why we're not going to date night. <laughs> and uh, yes. long story I'm sure short. She gave, I'm sure she gave you the look at death and said, well, we better be going on date night. <laughs> <laughs> we went to date night. <laughs> Let's just say we went to date night, and she uh, she made it very clear that I'll be moving to a seven day rhythm where uh, my super day is going to be on Friday, which is our date night day, um, which is perfect. Starting immediately that day. <laughs> yeah, which which was perfectly fine. So impromptu two two impromptu days in a four day cycle, and my weight was up a little bit. So my low day. Basically, I kind of ended up netting out to zero, right? So normally you want to see a little bit of a trend downward. Um, maybe I could have been frustrated, but I mean, it's. I think it's sort of funny that people get frustrated when they actually know, you know, the scale never seems to move. Really? 
because I know exactly why the scale didn't move, right? I ate kind of differently than I normally would on Wednesday night. And then, you know, I had a night out with my wife. And I think whether it's summer, whether it's the holidays, if you don't allow for that level of freedom, you're really missing the boat, you know? And I think that if you're doing a plan that doesn't allow for that level of freedom, you know, I mean, good luck with that for life, you know? Um, I think that, you know, what we do more than anything is kind of help people walk through this process that will help them for life, you know? So, but, but the end of the story is now I've done another cycle, and in that cycle... I actually ended up being down. So I'm actually at my, my lowest weight, um, which is 175. Um, and, uh, you know, definitely seeing a lot, a lot of body composition. You know, I, I don't know if I can get down to 170, but if I get down to 170, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be doing pretty good. You know, the thing about trend sheets that I think our clients don't realize is how much we've learned from them, you know. Now, I will say this. I'm doing some things that I don't think a lot of people would do, you know. Like, I mean, my super day, of course, is like 3,500 calories, right? Um, my high day, though, is like 2,800, 2,900 calories. Um, my medium day is like 26 to 2,500. And let me just stop there. So... Everyone complains about the low days. I don't know what everybody's tripping on. You know, low days are cool. It's the medium days that mess you up. Because the medium days, you know, you're having a fair amount of carbohydrates and you're not having that much fat. And so a lot of times it just kind of wears on you. I know, like, um, today I'm sort of, I've kind of eaten all my food. I mean, I'm going to bed relatively i'll probably go to bed probably an hour after this podcast um so it's not that bad um i think i'll have probably you know a little bit of dark chocolate um that i still have left for my macros but um but my point being is that yesterday i ate 2800 calories i went to i mean i stopped eating at seven o'clock and oh my god you know i thought i was gonna gnaw my arm off you know um, but, but it's really, you know, like on the, on the low days, which I, which I kind of talk about as steak and dark chocolate days, you know, it's much easier to manage your, your hunger. And I get why people like to do, you know, a low carb way of eating or, or, you know, eat more fats. Um, the satiety factor is higher. The fat loss factor has not proven in science to be vastly better than the opposite related to carbohydrates. And I think the way that we do it, where you combine the two, actually optimizes things for the better, right? Um, and, you know, one of the reasons why you get a little uncomfortable, you know, to say that it rises to the level of hunger, I don't know that it rises to the level of hunger. It's just, you know... Um, I don't know, man. You know, you're just out of food. You know. <laughs> I think a lot. I think a lot of times for most people, it's just kind of more mental of 
you know, like what you said, you run out of food, but it's, you know, you can't have the, you know, the things that you could kind of, you know, have an abundance of on your higher days, you know, and even somewhat to your medium days, you know, so it's kind of like, you know, oh crap, you know, I just got this, you know, this many carbs, what, what am I going to, what am I going to make with this today, you know, type thing. So they kind of feel, you know, a little, you know, like, you know, deprived somewhat because they're accustomed to getting so much more on the other days. Yeah. You know, I, mean, I think it's, I think it's mostly mental, you know, to some extent. I do think it's <clears throat> mental. I mean, I, I feel like it's mental for myself, for sure. You know, I mean, the reason, I mean, there's a reason why pizza tastes good, right? Carbs and fat together taste good, you know. Um, but, you know, if you're looking for body composition goals and, and you're, you know, able to put in the work, I, I will say this, you know, when my sleep was kind of not great um that was really compromising you know my my energy levels my 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 goals you know in terms of body composition i mean you know what what a lot of people you know a lot of people will force themselves to work out when they've had four hours sleep i think that's a gigantic mistake you know i think you're better off napping i think you'd be better off walking you know, and dealing with the underlying problem. There's, there's a lot of folks that have been working off four to five hours sleep for a long time. And, um, you know, but what was funny is I was talking to one of our clients and she was mentioning that, you know, um, she was sleeping a lot better once she started eating an adequate amount of food. And I said, well, you know, if you could trade, you know, fat loss or sleep, now knowing how much better you feel sleeping, um, what would you do it? And she was like, "No." <laughs> and I said, "Well, I don't think you have to, right?" But I think it is sort of interesting that that people would rather be miserable, hoping for an unobtainable goal. I mean, if you're looking for fat loss with four hours sleep a night, hey, good luck. You know, I mean, a, there's a big part of this, you know that is about you know doing the work and having hydrated muscles and feeling the energy to do great things you know and that's hard to do on four to five hours sleep you know with you know you're all stressed out from work or whatever that's the other thing too you know people talk about work stress man look <laughs> work stress can definitely affect your sleep Right. But I got a pretty stressful gig myself, you know, and I think it's about routine and I think it's about making certain things a priority, you know. And um, if you ask me, you know, because a lot of people think, well, I have a really stressful job or, you know, um, I'm, you know, mom with four kids. I really think the sleep thing is a much bigger factor than those other two things, right? Um, and then, of course, you know, when you throw in all the things under eating, exercising, these are all stress factors, you know? And so when you can kind of alleviate some of those problems, you can actually fix um, the the bigger issue and, and you know, then you start the the ball rolling downhill, you know, rather than constantly trying to fight that uphill battle.
Um, any thoughts on that, April, before we kind of move on? Um, I, I agree about the, um, the, the work stress. And I think the key is, and I was going to mention this earlier was, you know, just having the some level organization in general, you know, disorganization equates to chaos, you know, and chaos equates to stress, yeah. you know, but having some organization and also, you know, having the priorities of, you know, these are the times that I'll be working because you and I both know, and with that, with our jobs, you know, if we stay online, you know, all day long, we'll always have something to do. We'll always have someone to help. You know, so it's easy to get sucked into that black hole. And then you look and you're like, oh shit, I didn't go work out or I didn't go take my walk or I didn't eat. You know, I didn't do this. I didn't do that. And then you're stressed out because you neglected all your priorities that you wanted to do outside of your job, you know, and then it just kind of trickles from there, you know, and so. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's a great point too, is that, um, you have to have a routine in that scenario that allows for, you know, food, um, certain amount of exercise, all these different things. And those, those affect stress as well. You know, I can tell you that no matter what, you know, 1130, 12 o'clock, I'm going to eat, you know, um, I don't skip meals. I don't, you know, um, I'm not saying that I never do it. Okay, so now let's say that, you know, they bombed Chipotle and all they had was a Subway Foods, you know, I'd have a Subway Foods, you know, I would I would have, you know, foods that I don't normally eat. Um, so that's interesting. Um, so we've been doing HelloFresh a lot. And I think our code is ZDSS6L. Um, and so you can get like $40 off on HelloFresh, but man, have you done it yet? Yeah. Do you like I've it? Done it. I've, done it. I've done it before you did it. I really like that. I love it. I mean, love it. You know, I've learned all kinds of tricks from, from cooking with them. <laughs> I will tell you this, man, they got, they got two tricks. They salt and pepper everything. And then they olive oil everything, you know, um, and I do say one of the nice things about HelloFresh is that all of their stuff is in my fitness pal. But I am a little skeptical of some of those uh, macros. I mean, you'll see something that's like five, six hundred macros, and then you got like this big pile of food. Um, or, you know, it's like liberally use olive oil. Well, olive oil is like 190, you know, calories for a teaspoon, right? So I'm sorry, a tablespoon. So that that's you know it's hard to imagine that they've added that into the equation, but it I've not seen that to be a huge issue. I think the other thing too, because um, you know I talked a little bit about you know I don't normally eat like Subway, you know, um, I might eat Jimmy John's maybe like once a month or something, but I, I don't really even I don't you know. I'd rather have a steak, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I kind of have the things that I like and I think that the things that work for me. And I know that, it, you know, like cold cuts doesn't have a lot of protein in it, you know. Um, it doesn't add up to be a, a lot of the kind of food that adds to my system. That doesn't mean it's bad. It's just not, it's just not what I would normally eat. Um, but with HelloFresh, you get a lot of pastas, a lot of things like that that I don't normally 
have in my routine. This week, um, we picked a vegetarian option, which, you know, isn't something that I would normally do, right? Um, my daughters are vegetarians, and so we're getting them a separate box because they're in a little bit of a rut. They eat like the same six things over and over again, but they do enjoy cooking and they do enjoy preparation. I mean, my daughter's got a peach pie on the on the island in the kitchen right now, so they enjoy making foods. Um, so we're going to do that, see how it works for them. You know, at the very least, it's going to give them some ideas. I mean, one of the videos that I posted on over the weekend was um you know how like you have meat and um we need to get like a mallet because right now i'm like using a skillet you know like a cast iron skillet so you know how you have a chicken breast and the chicken breast is kind of thick and they'll have you kind of beat it down to to be thin um so that's why i need a mallet for just to kind of whack at that thing and you know get it down to a regular size a, if you have a rubber mallet in your garage you could just wrap the end with parchment paper um, so yeah, so, well, well, we so do. talk about, you were talking about eating out. Um, we had a, uh, this past weekend, I had a eat to perform meetup and four, four of our, um, gals drove down from Wisconsin and we worked out and, and, you know, had fun or whatever. But of course we go to eat afterwards and I, I was like, Oh, well, I've got this. I said, I have the perfect place. And I took them to crazy fire, which is an abundance of all you can eat protein where you, you pick like the raw, whatever you want, season it. You can put the oil on it or not, veggies, you know, and then they cook it for you. And then you choose the type of rice you want, you know, and they're like, how am I going to count the macros? It's like, that's easy. You know, it's, it's raw protein. So palm size portion is about four ounces. You know, you control the oil, you control everything that's put into it. So, you know, it's, it's awesome. There should be no excuse why you can't eat your protein today. You know, so it was, it was, it was kind of fun. It was kind of neat. So they, they really liked it. Did they drive in to work out with you or were they just in the they, area? They drove from Wisconsin. That's crazy. <laughs> Man. <laughs> that, that is just nuts. That, that's really cool that, that people do that stuff. Um, they, so are you coming to the New Orleans meetup? I, you didn't tell me about a New Orleans meetup. So we have a new one. So, okay, if you're not familiar, um, we have meetups. Um, we're definitely going to be doing a lot more meetups. I mean, with the amount of, with the way that Eat to Perform has changed in just the last, like, three to six months, it's just hard to even imagine. I mean, one of the things that, that we've done as lead coaches and stuff like this is we really try to truncate everything into the five days. And so we don't work on weekends that much <laughs> right we still tend to kind of let it seep into our lives on occasion but we're trying to get a little bit better than that just so we can be better you know throughout the week um but uh no um we're, we're gonna do we did eat to perform summer camp that was a blast um and then we're going to New Orleans. It's the weekend after Halloween. Um, so, you know, should, you know, all, all, the, all the craziness would have died down by that point. And uh, there is a big LSU Alabama game that weekend. And, and, you know, whoever wants to go to that can, can go to that with us, but we can tailgate, you know, in terms of macros and stuff like that, we ain't worried about it. 
we're not worrying about <laughs> macros on that weekend. Um, it was funny, the ladies, if we, I took them to the gym, and of course I just totally whooped them, you know, in the gym. Um, we were there for quite a few hours, and they asked me, we went Friday and Saturday, and um, Friday they were like, they looked at me and they were like, is this, is this a hot day or a medium day? I was like, it's a freaking super day. What are you talking about? I was right. like, you just did like three hours worth of damn work. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And then the next day they were like, is this a hot day again? I was like, it's Yes, I'm gonna let you eat another hot day because you because I they they did a ton of work, hit a ton of PRs, you know, and um, it's it was it was funny and of course you know three of them, two of them are in group coaching, and one of them signed up for group coaching because she wanted me to help her with her programming. Um, but all three out of four ladies, all of their weight was was down. Yeah, you know, so you eat, you do more work, you know, and travel, and you know, and and weight is stable or down. So I think that was pretty cool. I'd say the travel part is the one that, you know, normally you're going to retain water, you know, after traveling. Great. You know, I mean, I almost never see it where people don't, you know. Yeah. Um, I think I think that was like an 18-hour ride, too. It's, that, it's long, you know. Yeah. I, it's been, that ain't never happened to me anymore. I'm not driving to North <laughs> Carolina. That's for damn sure. Um, it's flying or nothing. Um but I do think that the the New Orleans meetup's going to be fun. Um, I've actually got to book my hotel. I don't know how many people are going to show up, right? Um, but we do have a group from Texas that's pretty committed to doing it. Obviously, Stephanie Thibodeau, you know, she's going to swing over. You know, so, you know, however many people we have is what we get, right? You know, um, it's going to be fun for those people, that's for sure. Um, and it's my hometown, so... I should be able to entertain people pretty well. Um, anything, yeah, you know what was interesting? You spoke about training. Um, you know, I had a high day, right? I talked a little bit. This is probably a little bit why I was hungry yesterday um, also was because um, I'm working my deadlift back up to um, – I mean, I haven't talked about this in forever, but um, I, my deadlift, instead of doing touch and goes, I moved to resets, where I reset between every um, rep. And if you don't think that that's a lot harder, try it, because it's a lot harder, you know. Um, and so, you know, I started, I think I started at like 405. You know, I just wanted, I just wanted to like, like start fresh, you know, but I moved up 20, 20 pounds each time. So it's been like four months and, um, I think next week is my last week at 460. Um, and I got a decision whether or not I want to go to 470 or 480. And I think I'm probably going to go to 470. But I think this is a much truer indication of where my one rep max would be, you know. Um, now, I, you know, could I go out and, and pull 460? I don't know. I haven't tried it in a while. But, um, you know, I did pull 405 pretty easily in France a couple times. Um, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you saw that video where they made me, like, put it down. And so, I mean, you got 405 pounds and you're like trying to put it down as slow as possible. Um, but, uh, but yeah, 
but yeah, I mean, so so that was probably a little bit of the reason why I was hungry. But also, you know, um, I had I had had a low day previous to that, um, which you know, like I said, I, my weight was par. Once I did that uh, that high day, my weight was actually down. Um, in you know, it was one seventy five point eight, and then today it was one seventy five point two. I think, you know, so so pretty cool stuff happening. You know, um, you know, I think that one of the big priorities I've had, you know, going into the summer was just not allowing myself to get carried away with summer, you know, and still keep an eye on body composition. A lot of times I, I, I go into the summer and I just start like, you know, um, really focusing on performance and obviously if you're focused on performance the more food the better right so body composition isn't always great um, this summer I've been really focused on that and I feel really good about that um, let's see so Michelle was saying uh, Texas <laughs> we're not coming to Texas but you guys are more than welcome to come to Louisiana um, and by the way, there's going to be like caravans from Houston, from Austin, a couple places. Michelle was asking, can we base our rhythm on our workout schedule? I do CrossFit Monday through Wednesday. Those are my high days. Then Thursdays and Sunday are my rest days. Um, no is the answer. And the reason why is because what we found was is that without direction, everyone was doing it wrong. Okay. So now let me tell you why it's not bad to do it the way that I'm talking about doing it. So Sunday was a low day for me. Is that right? No, Saturday was a low day for me. Um, and there was a wad that was a 20-minute wad, and it was 10 in the morning. And I did the wad. Did great, right? Why? Well, I had three days of carbs right previous to that. I think people are, are, are wanting to time this so perfectly like they're Usain Bolt. And it's like the gold medal ain't on the line, folks. You know, if, I mean, it really depends. If you, you know, if you want to fix this, we can fix this easy. Just go into your trend sheet, right? And write muscle gain or performance as your goal. And then I will set your macros accordingly right? But that's not what people's goals are, right? They want fat loss and then they also want performance. And I think you have to pick a little bit, not a lot, right? You can have fat loss and still have, you know, performance as, you know, a secondary goal and be fine. But I but think... You need to, but you need to have a priority yeah. of the two. Yeah. Which one is more important? Yes. Yeah. And so people people say to me all the time, man, you know, I just wish I had my fats back. Well, you can have your fats back tomorrow. Just change your sheet to performance or muscle gain and we're good to go. You know, um, because when you look at the way we set the plans, see, that's the thing that that really I should say to Michelle. We set your plan. You know, the rhythm is almost secondary. What we don't want is 3,000 different rhythms and trying to interpret all this other kind of stuff. That's not the real secret. The real secret is 
how we're partitioning the carbohydrates and the, and the fats along with um, the rhythm, right? And then if your goal is, you know, performance or muscle gain, well, just let us know and we'll fix that. But when you look at the variance between a fat loss goal and um, a goal where someone is, you know, trying to maintain weight, it's, it's going to be different, you know, and, you know, what they're going to do as they go through those cycles is they're going to stay roughly the same most of the time or maybe trend down a little bit because, you know, that's sort of what I'm doing right now, right? Um, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm in a large cutting cycle when, of course, I'm, you know, my average is probably anywhere from 2,800 to 3,000, but I'm still seeing slight weight, weight gain or not weight gain, but weight loss. And, and fat loss. And the reason is, is because of work capacity. My work is just better. I'm deadlifting more. You know, I'm able to do more body weight movements, all that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, in terms of PFFL, I mean, the rhythm is awesome, right? Because in terms of PFFL, Super days were always programmed into PFFL, right? They were just called Wave Plus days. We had the only thing, the only difference is we've changed it to Super days, and now everybody gets Super days because we're able to customize everyone's plan specifically, right? And that's what um, makes the big difference. And so a lot of people get caught up in the rhythm, and they get caught up in well, here I'm working out over here, or here I'm doing this. Well. You know, it really comes down to having available energy for when you work out and, you know, having those carb days stacked up together, you know, that's the other thing. A lot of people want to do, well, you know, when we lead people to their own, they want to do one of two things. They want to have all high days you know, or super days, right? Or they want to have low days, but then they're like, well, I'll throw in a medium day. So it's like low, 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 medium, low, 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 medium. It's like, you know, or, well, you know what? I went, to, I went to an alternating strategy. I went to low, medium, low, medium, low. Like you're just, you're just, you're just spinning, you're just spinning your wheels in a, or, or paddling in a really small pond when you do that. And I think you're, you're spot on with that. Some, some of the ones that I've seen are either ha, 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 low, low, ha, 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 low, low. Or low, 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 low. Well, and there's a lot of people that are slave to the scale, right? Scale is up, got to go low, you know? It's like, well, what if the idea is the scale is up, you know? I mean, you know, I can't tell you how many times, you know, I've been on the rhythm and, you know, most of the times, you know, we, we, I was on a client call today and, and talking to someone and they were walking through the confusion of, you know, what their body's been like over the last 20 years. And I said, what this is supposed to do is that when you do this, you see this happen. And then if you don't see this happen, well, maybe your sodium levels are a little high. Maybe there's some other things that we need to factor in. And so as we start to walk through that process of trial and error, you learn more and more about yourself and ultimately optimize things. And then if, if you really just look at it from the standpoint of, you know, we're not just looking at restriction. 
and you open up that whole other gate of of work and available energy that's a big difference for a lot of folks um, so how do we set our rhythm the rhythm is easy you know the rhythm is high medium medium low super medium medium low uh, a lot of people are going to seven day seven day rhythm is super medium low high medium medium low and so if you're in group coaching just go to your group coach they'll set you up if uh, you're in um, in the trend sheets you can just ask for a review um, when it's your time um, I, I prefer people kind of wait for their week you know because we do the reviews in a in a kind of an orderly manner um, but you can start it right now I mean I'm seeing people you know doing it you know and what's interesting is that um, I've been doing it with my clients in group coaching probably for almost three months you know and we were experimenting with lots of rhythms right um, and this was the one that that virtually everyone saw success with because a big part of eat to perform is those carbohydrates that protein turnover that energy level like April was saying sleep you know is, is positive you know it's kind of interesting though because it's interesting that you sleep well with carbohydrates and I'm not saying that I'm negatively affected by carbohydrates, but, um, you know, in recently, I'd say in the last two months, I haven't been as diligent about having carbs before bed like that. And as long as I'm in my routine, I'm normally fine, right? Um, but I do think that if you're sleeping, you know, four hours and maybe underfed a little bit, Certainly, some carbohydrates before bed might be something to try. Explain the rhythm. The rhythm is simple. It's the eat to perform plan, right? And so when you look at the customization of the eat to perform plan, right, that happens on the calorie level. The rhythm is simply this is what you do to get the results that ultimately you want. And so when you look at muscle gain, when you look at... Um, uh, performance when you look at fat loss we can set your plans and customize them towards your goals in every single situation right but what we can't do is have 3,000 plans where everybody's kind of not doing the plan and then that not working um, we are going to have to shut this down uh, real quick here just because my phone is about to lose battery any last parting words april before my phone dies no just that i've reached level 16 on pokemon go and um <laughs> i got i got one of the ladies who came this past weekend she downloaded it she's on level five and it's made a huge difference you know i don't even i don't even have to reduce my calories like i'm, I'm getting an extra burn you know just from from having fun playing a game. I just can't even I just can't even imagine like the people that I normally think would be playing Pokemon Go, especially as adults. I mean, here's like this jack lady in a tank top, you know. They're like, what the hell? You know? Um but but maybe See, maybe I'm stereotyping. The, the the problem with me though playing it is, you know, and this was part of the reason why and we've chatted about this on some of the past webinars about joining CrossFit is 
I am extremely competitive. And that's part of the reason why I've never joined it because I am extremely competitive. <laughs> and so playing this game, my first goal with playing, which I was three days late from my husband and my son, was I got to beat them. Like I'm already three days behind. I've got to beat them. And now I've already surpassed them. <laughs> and I'm winning. <laughs> so I, so. I, that's the other thing before we leave. Um, you know, I hadn't been to CrossFit in a while. Um, but I, you know, obviously I, I work out most days. Um, and so, you know, you don't know what it's going to be like, man, I tell you, you know, I'm crossfitting probably better, you know, I feel like I get more out of crossfit when I do it right now, but I tell you, you know, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like I blew everyone away, but you know, for someone that crossfits, you know, maybe once or twice a week. And when I say once or twice a week, I mean like, you know, once or twice a month. Um, the, uh, I, I was doing pretty good. You know, we had double rope climbs. Um, you know, I was feeling really good. And I, I really, I really think that, you know, especially with the CrossFit games and kind of watching that over the weekend, you know, CrossFit has meant so much to me and and so much to my journey that I can't even imagine not wanting to do it, you know, especially occasionally. But I think that, you know, one of the reasons why I can go in is because I'm still doing strict chin-ups. I'm still doing squats, you know, heavy squats, heavy deadlifts. All these things translate well for me. Um, cardio, you know, I'll do some some hill sprints on occasion. Um, nothing too crazy. But, I mean, for somebody that doesn't do CrossFit that often and doesn't do a lot of super cardio stuff, man, you know, I felt good, you know. And I think a lot of it is because I was lean. I, I mean, I was sun's out, guns out. Um, and... Uh, you know, I mean, I couldn't help but but kind of notice like all the progress that I've been making. And so, you know, this summer has been been really cool. I mean, in in uh, May, I decided not to do the Granite Games. And this is why, you know, because, you know, if I were to do the Granite Games, you know, my volume would go up, you know, it'd be a little bit harder to control body composition. And frankly, you know, as much as I like being good at exercise and I like testing exercise on occasion, um, you know, it, it's about body composition for me at this point. You know, I, 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 I want to... It kind of goes back to what we were talking about, which is, which is more of a priority, you yeah. know, performance or, you know... But it's that. weird, though, because, like, even saying that, I mean, you know, it's not like I'm super under-eating. You know, yeah. and my volume, by the way, I'm still getting in lots of volume. Like I said, you know, I mean, you know, 20,000 steps, you know, you're going to see volume there. But, you know, it's different kind of volume. Um, it doesn't wear you down the same way. Um, not saying that, that you shouldn't have, you know, I mean, it's, it's basically what, you know, we should probably do a podcast on this. Maybe that'll be the next one we do just to talk about the value of you stress training compared to distress training and 
you know, I've been a big believer in eustress training probably for the last four to five years. Um, that was a concept that was introduced to me by Movement Minneapolis folks, Jen Sinclair and Dave um, Delanave. And, uh, I'm, you know, I'm a big believer in that, you know, and I'm a big believer in biofeedback and kind of listening to, you know, the movements that your body wants to make. And, you know, when you're, you know, having a foam roll, you know, 15 minutes before you can do any work, might be time to just kind of like chill out for a few days and maybe work a different body part, <laughs> you know. All right, guys, I appreciate everybody being here and talk to you guys later. Good night, everyone.